Hi, I'm Tay. And I'm Emily. And this is Raised on Reality. A comedy rewatch podcast where two friends talk and snark. Mostly snark. About the reality shows that raised us. So for this week's jurisdictions, we really don't have too much on the docket. Nothing's really, I mean, a little, a couple, maybe like tiny bits of news, but nothing shocking. So I guess I'll just start out. We can absolutely confirm now that Jessa is pregnant. Very pregnant. Yeah. And she looks good. I just liked her dress, but it looks like it could be another girl. Oh. Because it's very high. Oh, is that? I think so. Um, I don't really know. I could have mixed up. But she's definitely pregnant. It's another little ja-blessing. <laughs> Josie Bates is also pregnant. Mm-hmm. Which is exciting. But people have been speculating that since, like, the 4th of July. Since somebody's vlog where, like, she looked really tired. I yeah. guess. People have been speculating Jessa for a long time, too. And that's why when it was finally confirmed, I was like, oh, it's just not confirmed? <laughs> I thought it well, and it's not even confirmed, confirmed. She just posed in some pictures. But, you know, for her, it's my, like, it's good as confirmed. Yeah. And I'm shocked. I'm not shocked, but I'm surprised we haven't gotten, like, an actual confirmation from her. Not even, like, a big thing. You know, she's very passive about it, which is I, fine. I'm, like, she's just very casual. Yeah. But, I mean, with the last one, there's a whole YouTube video and a part two and... I th- and I think it's also probably to do with all the controversy that she created with her last one that didn't work out. Yeah. So she could just be hiding out. True. But she also does wait till she's like seven or eight months <laughs> to announce. So we've been having, we've been keeping a secret. Mm-hmm. Sure you have. Yeah, it's a great secret. Really got away with it. What is this number so, five for her? I think so, yeah, because they have two girls and two boys. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're not doing one of those tiebreakers like Zach and Whitney, which brings me to the other piece of news. Zach and Whitney had their baby girl, Lily Joe. It's a cute name. It's not my favorite name. I'm pretty sick of all like the the Joe middle names. Sorry, Kelly, but like <laughs> Macy Joe and Lily Joe and are basically the same name. Kelly Joe. And I feel like that's the only Joe. Evel- Evangeline Joe. Is that? Um, but that's but that's not a Bates. Well, kid. true. But they're all the same. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I know. I'm like, we can retire Joe now. And Evangeline. And like any kind of Evie spelling name. I hope like, so. I think we can take a break. I have um, a boy student though named Everson. And I think it's really cute. Oh, that's cool. Or a boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. They they like to kind of choose one name and stick to it. I was kind of looking for, I mean, I was not really because Zach and Whitney can go either like really traditional or like really weird. Like Casey and Chloe are, I liked Chloe at the time and I still like Chloe, but I really don't like Jaden. I'm sorry. Jaden is the worst name. I've never liked it. And the way they spell it is just gives me a migraine. 
And I think it gives them a migraine because I feel like they misspell it a lot too. Like they are always changing how it's spelled, which is interesting because that also brings me to something that's been happening is like Joy has been posting a lot and people are like school, the dining room table is really paying off because she spelled Gunner wrong. Not wrong, (laughs) but like she did it probably autocorrected and she just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole, she posted that picture of him and he saying like, he's our little Rolly Polly, but she spelled it Rolly Polly. So yeah, that too. he's got a little thing, a, a couple things to work on amongst being berated by her husband, apparently for not knowing the sermon. Did you see that? I did. I think it wasn't like, I didn't I think, think it was people, that accusatory. As people, like people I, yeah. really blew it up. I mean, it wasn't great. It was I think not, people are reading a little too much into it. You're right. It wasn't yeah. great, but that's Austin. Like, like what if Austin just is. doesn't like to be on camera? And yeah. people will be like, well, he was on the show. I'm like, yeah, I would be on the show for money too. Although they didn't really get paid. Yeah. So forget that. I don't know. I just think like, I don't know. He's just weird. He's just quiet and yeah. doesn't really have personality. So it just sometimes probably comes off as that. That's just how he how he's always yeah like, like yeah and he was just like okay. that was kind of mean that was mean like but like, could have been like oh my god you look great it's not okay. hard but but for this I watched it and I was like oh that was it he was like he was he being kind of douchey sure but also like it wasn't heart stopping cringe like I wasn't super offended by it so yeah speaking of douchey. None of me, absolutely none of me, can bring myself to watch another episode of Outdaughtered with the Busbies. Oh, really? I've been, like, reading Reddit posts, too, and, like, it just seems like everybody's, like, why are you still doing this? And it's so obvious that, like, they're low on money, and they're, like, all right, well, we want to keep keep our millions of vacations a year and the nannies and the mansion, so girls, you're going to have to get out there and be cute. That, I can see that. Because they seem, they're, I don't, again, I've seen maybe one episode, but, like, I would see the commercials, they're the driest, most vanilla people. Yes. Like, you can tell that she, I don't, is it Danielle? Yeah. She seems like that tomboy that you went to school with that, Mm -hmm. like, had, that, like, probably she should have had boys because she doesn't seem very girly. She could be. I could be totally reading it wrong. But, you know, she just seems like a tomboy who's really chill. Mm-hmm. And, like, doesn't really care. And then he just seems like a douche. Well, the whole crunch, what they're trying to do a lot for views is pretend, and it might there might be some truth to it, but they're really playing up that Danielle has these mystery health issues. And so they'll be like, Danielle has a headache again. Like, I hope she doesn't need another surgery. Like, we're, got, we're on the way to the ER. And, mm. and then she'll be, like, doing her talking head. And she's like... I've never felt this way before. I don't know what's wrong with me. But then on Instagram, the next day, she's doing handstands in Hawaii while the girls are being babysat by a nanny. So it's like, okay, you like this is clearly just reviews. Right. Like you might pick, have, pick a storyline. Yeah. You might or have it, a headache, but like, I don't think that, and it used to be when they were babies, it was like, oh my gosh, how do they do it? Five, five little girls. But now it's like, their life is actually a lot easier than most people's yeah I'm surprised they'd stayed together this long 
I don't, I don't, a lot of people kind of speculate that they won't because Adam's a jerk and isn't, I'm reading here, right? I'm shocked that I wonder if he was on the Ashley Madison leak. <laughs> he seems like he would fit right in on that list. Someone needs to go check. Mm-hmm. But I tried to check when that documentary came out, but I think we talked about it. It was like really hard. It didn't, I didn't understand. I think it was like only available for like a certain period of time, like right after mm-hmm. the, the breach happened. Mm. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah he's, he reads like he would be top of that list. Yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I am like the top person that would watch this show. Like I am obsessed with large families, obviously, and higher order multiples and obsessed right. with that kind of thing in that show. And even I am super bored with it and can't watch another. So that's the, like me and the yeah. Plathfills. The Plathfills? Sorry. Sorry. The pla- <laughs> sorry that's like me in the plaths and I mean I do I will watch more but and I I decided I was like okay I should just skip the first episode I was like halfway through but I was like I already know them I don't need to know although my favorite part was when Kim was talking about Hosanna not going to college she was she said something about like she doesn't need to go to college for brain brain knowledge or like brain yeah information or, no, no, no. Head, head knowledge. Yeah. Head knowledge. Not brain. Not even brain. Because I was saying that and I was like, no, that doesn't sound as weird. Head knowledge. Yeah. Either way, it would be weird. Well, but yeah. The only reason I think I continue watching them is I dated a guy whose mom kind of reminded me of Kim. So, yeah. She so. reminds me of myself. Not in like any way, but other than our hair. We have the same hair. She does have really nice blonde, luscious hair. Well, I mean, I didn't say it to be complimented like that, but I feel like when I'm older, <laughs> my hair is going to look like kind of like hers and Christine Brown from Sister Wives. So lucky. Well, mine's going to look like it's going to look beautiful. Colorful. It's beautiful. Not not in the summer heat, no. <laughs> well, neither is mine. That's why it's up. It's fine. Anyway, we're getting uh, off topic. Yeah, but to the CEO or head corporate of TLC, I know you're listening to this, and oh. you just need to take the, you need to take the Busby's off the air. Busby's you know, off, and I want the little couple back. Yes, and although they're kind of boring, she is a very inspirational lady, though. She's my hero, and so is he, and their kids. However. I find it really weird that she, remember they like moved all the way from Texas to Florida. They built that entire ginormous mansion on the ocean or on the bay and lived there for maybe a year because then she was working for, um, I want to say Johns Hopkins in Florida, not Johns mm-hmm. Hopkins. It was, it was a really great children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And then they lived there for maybe a year or two after building that huge house for like all their modifications just to be like oh I'm going to Johns Hopkins I think she's at Johns Hopkins now I'm not sure mm-hmm. like oh I got an offer for Boston so we're moving to Boston I, th- I don't know like just the logic just doesn't make sense to me because she was they made a that huge deal about moving back to Florida to like St. Petersburg to be with her family and they've always wanted to go back because that's where they lived where they were in Texas I don't know and this is just me being like I always thought that was weird but 
Yeah, this is I didn't really... this is what Sarah was talking about when uh, she says I go on tangents. Sorry, Sarah. But Sarah goes I would love to have them back. Yeah. But like I said, they're probably not doing anything interesting because the <laughs> kids are older. Yeah. Josh's appeal got denied, which I talked about, but he is filing to have a re like re oh, that's right. hearing. Jim Bob is behind this. Because he he said after it got denied, really? like we'll never stop fighting. I feel like I don't know because I read something that was like around the time when it was reported that Anna and Jim Bob were fighting. There was like the whole thing, and people were like, actually, mm-hmm. you know, even though pretty much everyone in the family knows that Josh is guilty, but yeah, they're just not. That, but obviously, yeah. they're not gonna say it because then it'd be admitting they're wrong but so I don't know why he would <clears throat> you know reappeal for I file for another appeal if it's just a waste of money I mean he literally got denied what like everything yeah and you're right it's a huge waste of money and that's why they're just like crumbling right now financially and all around speaking of financials Metacorp or Metacorps I'm not sure uh, they went to California to help with the hurricane instead of going to fucking Maui, which Maui doesn't want you anyway. Go to California. Mal, you just get in the way. Oh, man. Also, Trump is here, like, in our very backyard. turning. I know. Off. It's on the TV downstairs. We literally, my dad and I were watching it, and I was like, I guess we won't be watching Jeopardy tonight because it was on NBC. <laughs> And um, I, we literally, it's just so weird because he was in there for 16 minutes, like in and out in 16 minutes where like, and yet the, like the news station was like watching the car. Like it was freaking OJ car chasing. I just want to like, see the shot. I want to see I know. in an orange suit. Like, I know, but he's already left. I know. That's he he already served full sentence. No, I don't think so, but he's already turned himself in. Then everything else comes. Yeah. Kind of like how Josh got to leave. Oh, uh, I still I still am really excited to see the mugshot. I'm sure he'll be making the same stupid face. <clears throat> I'm and- excited to see Marjorie Taylor Greene's mugshot. <laughs> I saw Rudy Giuliani. He looks like he's like on his last few days. Yeah, that was... Glad I'm not him. But I'm like, I didn't know that, I didn't think about Marjorie going, and she had just gone, like, right before him, mm-hmm. I guess. That's what the news said. <sighs> yeah, people think she, that she won't serve more than, like, five minutes. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. It just stresses me out. But, yeah, he's in, like, 45 minutes away. Well, he yeah. was. I'm sure now he's already back at the airport ready to fly private, fly private to newark i know what a time though i know and it's just so wild that it just happened to be fulton county where he did his little tricks Mm -hmm. in my own backyard yep you're probably closer to it actually he's it's like directly under y'all yeah i i went to the fulton county school system well, because I was looking at the jail because I thought I had passed it one day when I was driving. I, like, took a wrong turn a couple weeks ago when I was working in Grant Park. 
And so I was like, I, there, there's something there that kind of looked like a prison. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's it. But it wasn't. I looked it up and it's on the other side. Yeah, anyway. So, oh, um, Chad and Aaron are naming their baby William Gage. William Gage. I like William. It's fine. <laughs> for somebody, okay, for, I actually like all the other names of their kids. Me too. I don't love Finley as much for a girl, but it's like it's better than Chloe and Casey. But Gage, I just don't like the name Gage. It just yeah. sounds so sharp and metallic and it makes me feel like and painful. Of the, yeah, it makes me feel like <gasps> earrings. No, no. That's why I hate it so much. <laughs> oh my god, I hate them. Me too. And I mean it was just how underwhelming. I mean, it is nice, though, because it's after Gil. Mm. I think. Probably. I think so, because I think she said his name is William Gilvin. And then Bradley is Bradley Gilvin. Zach is, I think, Zachary Gilvin. Oh. So at least it's not Gilvin. Sorry to anybody named Gilvin. That's such an odd name that's, like, not weird, but it's also, like, I don't know anybody with that name. I it's it like a name cool. where I'm like, I've heard it before, but I also don't know anybody. <laughs> I didn't know Gil was short for anything. I thought it was just Gil. Actually, yeah, I thought Gilbert. Gil was oh, Gilbert. I thought Gil was short for William. I think it is. I think it's his nickname for, well, I think his name is William Gilvin, and they just called him Gil. Yeah, because Gil is short for Gilvin, but I always thought Gil was short for William. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the little couple, I always thought it was annoying, even though it's sweet that they named him after Bill, um, that they changed Will's name from Ben, because that's like my favorite guy, like boy name. Uh, I was always like, especially at the time, like I've kind of eased off it. But at the time, it was like my favorite name. And I was like, are you kidding me? Will is so boring. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was Jurisdictions. And nothing really was happening with John and Kate other than, you know, just the continuance. I think it's kind of died down. I mm-hmm. did hear that Kate went to the graduation to see oh, Hannah. To see what? I thought Hannah invited her and she went but didn't talk to Colin. Yeah, that was like in May, I think, when the... Okay, I didn't even know that she'd gone. I thought she just ignored it completely, which that just... She's just so evil for that. I know. She's so evil for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing else. This week we recorded with another new guest, and we're so excited about it. We recorded with Donnie from I'm the Cute One podcast. And I don't know about you, but I had a blast. Me too. He's so fun. He's hysterical, and he like really boosted my confidence because he's probably one of those people that you could literally just like say anything and, and he would laugh. Not that that's bad. I love people like that because I wish I could laugh more. Me too. And I love I love being around people who laugh hard at things that I say. So Yeah, like I'm like that kind of person where it's like, or I'll listen to like somebody doing stand up and it's like, how do they get these people to laugh so hard? You know, like I'm just not an out loud mm-hmm. laugher, I guess. If I'm watching it like by myself on my couch, I'm probably not even going to smile. That's true. But if I'm like in a crowd, like watching it live, I'll laugh along with everyone else. It'll be funnier. Yeah. But anyway, he really boosted my confidence because he laughed at like everything we said, Yeah, which was very nice. 
and yeah, it was just really fun. It's a really good little recording. We went over Dance Moms season one, I think episode seven or eight. She's a fighter. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's about Laquifa. Oh, it's just, I love Dance Moms so much. It was just amazing. It was awesome. It was so good. It was so awesome. (sighs) So yeah, so just enjoy that. And of course, I embarrassed myself because I hadn't, I hadn't started recording. So enjoy like the little brisk intro of us (laughs) just talking because I just realized that I was not recording. All right. Well, enjoy. Enjoy. Great. So yeah, they just returned from Star Power where they did, it was in Rhode Island, and they did Where Have All the Children Gone? And I recently, like this afternoon, it came up on Spotify because I was looking for another song, and I list- I couldn't even finish it. It was so dark. It was my favorite. <laughs> it was so fucking dark. I, like, I was like, so I have dark. to, well, it's just like me sitting alone on the couch. I'm like, I can't listen to this. This is not what I, I'm like, and I'm imagining like Mackenzie and Maddie and everybody just like mm, mm, like yeah because she put Mackenzie and Vivi who are like six on these swings and made it even darker <laughs> like where does I, I don't know where Abby comes up with these things but where have all, all the children gone was my absolute favorite dance really because just because like it was so dark and adult for them and Abby didn't care at all how old they were. She was yeah. just like, you're going to go do this. I don't care if you have nightmares, grow up and put on yeah. a show about disappearing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love when she makes them do dances that children shouldn't be doing. And it's not sexual when it's sexual. Yeah. I get a little uncomfortable and they kill it every time. But as a grown man watching it for the first time, there is no nostalgia attached. So I'm like, this is just creepy. Um, <laughs> but when it is just about like death or homelessness or whatever, bring it on, Abby, please. Yep. It's exactly <laughs> how I feel. I started watching uh, SVU the other, like a couple months ago. My mom was like, I'm scared you're going to turn into a pervert. I was <laughs> like, excuse me. No. I watched that too. Isn't that crazy? I know. I- <laughs> you might turn into a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Emily. It's might just as well like quit your job. Every little, every little like niche thing that one of us is into, the other one is too. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. so funny. I know. I'm like, you never watched Little House on the Prairie, did you? She's like, actually, yes. <laughs> actually, I'm rewatching it now. <laughs> right. Oh wow. Um. So she is like surprisingly like super nice. She's like, you did a great job, probably because she took a really big risk and it paid off. Mm-hmm. But she's saying like, everybody did a great job and the moms were great, even though they did have that argument where Kathy is like, well, I'm here to stay. So <laughs> like it, like, oh my God, I love Kathy. I love Kathy too. My I friends and I just thing. decided for Christmas, we're going to do a um, like white elephant or whatever it's called, like a secret Santa, but it has <laughs> to be buying a cameo for someone. And I am going to put Kathy at the top of my list. That's amazing. I have oh. to see that. Oh my gosh. Um, Emily, I know what I'm getting you for your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm going to pay extra if she can get Vivianne in the video too. Get and get her yes. to tap dance or claw. I guess clog. She clogs now. She clogs. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. 
Um, okay. And she actually talks now too. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, she kind of came out of her shell since this ended. A but I would hope so. <laughs> but she still kind of shades the moms. And that's when we get that flashback. But since this is still season one, Abby has not perfected Pyramid. In fact, I don't even think she calls it Pyramid and it's on a chalkboard. So we're very like 1800s um, <laughs> pioneer times. And, you know, just to shake it up again, they're going to go to another star power. <laughs> but this week is in Connecticut, which when I think of Mohegan Sun, where it's like the competition is, all I can think of is Kim Zolciak. Because I think she used to make appearances there. Oh, yeah. Wow. I wonder if they performed the same weekend. I wonder if Kim Zolciak was at Star Power. No, but they said <laughs> Katy Perry was. And they were really pissed that they couldn't go see a Katy Perry concert. Oh, wow. This was from, like, Kelly and Christie's podcast, which is amazing. Mm. It's good on Kelly's part and Christie's part. But Kelly, not in a bad way. Like, I'm team Kelly all the way. But she definitely is, like points out all the sad things about how poorly she was treated uh, which is fair yeah um but they're like we're so pissed because the producers would not let us go to this Katy Perry concert and the girls were so mad but she's like Abby says it's a self-contained competition because it's a resort so she's like we're gonna have dress code like the old days I guess when she first started and I guess they used to do that we never went to competitions though but I can see where you would like dress alike so that everybody knew what studio you're from. I like it. And then it shows yeah. that your studio has money too. That's true. Yeah. Well, that and the camera crew. That'll probably. do it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that'll <laughs> do it. Exactly. But before breaking, she says that they will be focusing on teamwork and technique, which <laughs> we will circle back to that yes. later. <laughs> but the team is now we're in the rehearsal studio and they're rehearsing and warming up at the ballet bar and she's like smacking Maddie which is like very rare for her to be abusing Maddie she's like straight arms straight arms yeah. strong arms which I just I had to make note of that because you don't see that very often you would never see that these days no. at all Maddie was oh, like no. kind of smiling but Matt she was in love with Maddie it, over and over. it was, she was so disgusting have you gotten to the episode where Maddie I guess like all the moms they might like do like a walkout or something and like they actually get Melissa to do it and Maddie obviously goes because that's like her mom. And Abby like breaks down and she's like, Maddie, you left with them. You left me. Why would you do that? You know, <laughs> Maddie's how I 11 feel. years old. And Maddie's like sobbing, like, I don't yeah. know what I was supposed I was in the van. Like, it was so, she just, she puts way too much, like, I don't know, feeling into our relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, up in the observation deck or like the loft Kathy and Melissa start complaining because Vivi and Mackenzie were at the bottom of the period despite being period pyramid despite (laughs) being in the group dance which took first place and Kathy's like well you know that's just stinky for the girls the baby should have been in it and she's like talking about how Abby can't keep up with costumes which I kind of agree like Abby even though she can be a bitch about stuff and like play it up for TV, but for like costumes, she should be able to like keep up with costumes. If she's uh, going to pick yeah. them out and assign them, she needs to. Agreed. I was never in the dance lifestyle, but I have a lot of people that were. Is it just for cameras that like were truly 
sewing rhinestones onto hats seconds before girls are going on stage. Like this feels like something that should be done even if it finishes that morning, like let's get six hours with it at least. <laughs> I mean, yes and no, because again, like our sisters didn't do competition, but we also had like the moms, my mom would stay up at night, like stoning yeah. something or, but it wasn't, no. I mean, and I can say that as somebody who didn't even do competition. No, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> like a psycho is the only kind of person that would be able to be like yeah, I don't think actually so. I want the blue rhinestones off and the pink rhinestones on by 6 a.m like that's <laughs> insane that's not a thing every time I look at Brooke in the costume I feel like she's getting sewed into it before right before she's on stage she's like walking on stage as they're sewing a sleeve on uh, yeah <laughs> right and then somehow she had a costume to lend Vivi last <gasps> week right I don't know see that's the thing about Kelly like I love Kelly I'm team Kelly but she complains about stuff Rightfully so. But then I'm like, but remember last week when you had a plethora of, you know, all these things that she could wear, apparently she gets the shit into the stick. Brooke does in all these costumes. She always yeah. looks terrible. She's always she in like does. a one armed, ugly. <laughs> oh, my God, it's terrible. But Kathy says just to get Abby on her side, she's going to flash some dead presidents, <laughs> which took me a minute. I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, OK, I see it. Well, like in the age of you know, Venmo, but mm. I don't well, know, but I was just like, okay. And all the moms are like, good luck. Um, <laughs> they're like, we do that every day. That's not going to change. Right. Right. And now we're back in the studio because Maddie is rehearsing her angel number <laughs> and Melissa <clears throat> or Abby is plopped down on that, like cheese mat, that gym mat. <laughs> like <laughs> she is literally me watching these. Like it was hysterical. No, not even that. She was like, Oh my God. It was amazing. And Maddie's just like acting like she's learning. Cause you know, everything is, she's already known this for three months. Uh-huh. Well yeah. that and Gianna, I think it might be there teaching her these things. So, I mean, again, like if Gianna's there, why isn't Abby working on Laquifa? Adding some jumps and some actual dance moves. All right. Uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently oh. Chloe and Brooke had, Oh, sorry. I'm like, no, you're Things fine. Delayed a little bit. Apparently, Chloe and Brooke had solos this week too, which we never saw at all, except right. for Abby doling out the costumes. And she was like, "Maddie's is a beautiful white <laughs> angel costume." And then she's like, "Chloe, it's not what I drew." <laughs> yeah, she goes, "It's beautiful." Abby has my like voice. drooling over it. Yeah, exactly. And so I listened to. Kelly and Chrissy's podcast and Kelly was like I think she cringed her jeans when she was talking about this she was like it was a beautiful white one piece or two piece and then Chloe she's like it's not what I drew (laughs) and even when Maddie was when did you draw this oh no even when Maddie was dancing and it shows Abby's face it's just like like you can see drool yeah yeah (laughs) she's obsessed with that girl it's and not healthy. No. no. And, and speaking of being obsessed with Maddie, Melissa is saying this routine is dedicated to my mother, Babcha, which I've never heard. I guess that's grandma in uh, another language. And she's like, it's just so special to me. She died of cancer. And I mean, I felt really bad. Like yeah. Melissa was breaking my heart in this scene. And she was talking about having like the writing on her counter or on her cupboard and like all the things. Cause I literally would kill myself if my mom died. I'm not joking. Like, I do not know what I would do. So I really felt for her, but she was like, 
my mom was just, we were so close, just like me and Maddie. And I'm like, (laughs) bitch, does Maddie agree with this? I don't think so. And meanwhile, Mackenzie's like, cool. Yeah, that sounds great. I love hearing that. Now, I don't Um, listen to. She had blue eyes, just like Maddie. And that made me feel really bad for Mackenzie. (laughs) I know. I don't listen to their podcast, but I do listen to Abby Lee's podcast and she's still bitter and hates every woman attached to the show. So it's really fun to listen to. Um, And (laughs) Abby always talks about how like Melissa treats Mackenzie as an afterthought. (gasps) Sick. Even in the first episode, she, Abby mentions like, maybe you realized in the pilot, um, Melissa says, I brought my daughter here to get famous. And then Abby on the podcast was like, you have two daughters, babe. (laughs) Abby's so so messy. She is. That's that's why I eat it up with a spoon. Exactly. My (laughs) favorites are just, I wish I could get like a rascal stroller (laughs) scooter (laughs) and be her for Halloween. Just get some Baskin Robbins. (laughs) Um, I want Abby to be on the Surreal Life reboot. Oh my! God. I think it was Dairy Queen. No, it was Baskin Robbins. Remember when they say she's oh, rolling, it? dude? Where's she going? Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> Dairy like, Queen. Abby, where are you going? Baskin Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see, where were we? Oh yeah, she's like, we're so close, just like me and Maddie. And Mackenzie's just like, and Mackenzie's like drowning in a pool behind her. <laughs> okay, finally. We're being treated to the beginnings of Laquifa. What? Laquifa. <laughs> a postmodern pimp. Literally, the postmodern pimp. I was like, Abby, did you not even listen to this? Like, because I, I didn't know that until I saw the lyrics, like, written out in front, uh-huh. written out in front of me. It was insane. I didn't know if you guys know this. It's kind of breaking news, but Nia is African-American. <laughs> I've heard. Abby told and, me. Yeah, Abby, <laughs> she broke the news. <laughs> and she says, so she's teaching her Laquifa and she's walk, walk, walk. And I just, what I wouldn't pay to see her for like perform this whole thing. Abby My, or me? Yes, Abby. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, you know, I think we can make a comp like a mega mix. Okay. Yeah. Out of all the performances, but I would pers- <laughs> specifically, I would love Abby just to try it. Yeah. Um, especially the death drop. But <laughs> Um, she would never get back up. It would be a literal death drop if Abby did it. Yes, it <laughs> oh my god! And that's pre wheelchair. That's not a. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's not an ability joke. That is Abby in season one couldn't get up from a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm surprised that they cut. Well, this is when they had to like still treat her well and like not really make fun of her. I guess to keep mm. her on the show. But I'm if I were the editing person editing this, I would have been like adding the clips of like all the girls like hiking her up from the like sitting down (laughs) like her sitting there with Maddie and Maddie Uh being like (laughs) because you know she's not getting up on her own no she's taken at least three to four business days (laughs) (laughs) oh so while she's because of course it's okay to interrupt her when she's teaching Nia Melissa comes in and says, Abby, I don't really want to interrupt, but Don Check is here. And that's Minister Dawn from the first episode, aka Kate Gosselin 2.0, aka <laughs> my hero. <laughs> and we get like that perfect flashback of Abby screaming and walking around the dressing rooms because I don't even remember what happened. Like, 
whatever Dawn was mad about in the first episode and she called the cops and she's like, <laughs> I had the cops, I have 911 on speed dial <laughs> because that's necessary. Right. Um, well, I mean, she's got, I can't imagine, she's got big fingers. She probably hits the wrong buttons. I know, but back the then phones were, I feel like they were so difficult to use. You know how you had to that's text, true. like hit it five yeah. times. I feel like dialing nine a number on speed dial takes more steps than just hitting 911. I think you're right. And I bet she was yeah. like talking about like, you know how office phones you have to like enter a whole code and everything mm. off oh, the worst. So I can I can see that. <laughs> Which I hate to like keep bringing up this damn podcast because that's not my podcast; it's their podcast. <laughs> but Kelly says that her cousin worked for like the police or something, and he, she was like, "I can confirm that they hated Abby. Like they <laughs> were so say. fucking sick of her calling every single like week about uh, the same thing. Like that you know that they like over it. They like yeah. demoted that number. Yeah." <laughs> they're like yeah we're, you're getting in line um <clears throat> so I don't really know what Don I guess Don wants a costume or Abby to finish a job or something for her kid and Abby's like well you need to pay your bill we never and- really figured out why she showed back up and how this ended but <laughs> right we know like Abby said, like, the trash comes every week, and then Don yelled, well, then take yourself out because you're the biggest piece of trash there is, and then she called the police, uh, and the police said, take your daughter to a different dance studio, maybe. That's true. Right idea. And then she came back, and Abby said, like, you still need to pay. You you signed a contract, and she was like, well, my contract was broken, and then they start talking about court, and Abby's like, no biggie. I'm in court all the time, and I, you're I not going to win. It. Oh my god. Well, and I'm on Don's side. Like Abby was in breach of contract. She didn't yeah, finish. She was her... like the contract was broken when you threw me out and told me to never show my face here again. So, <laughs> so I want to know what church she's at cuz I will be going. Um also, Donnie, are you from Pennsylvania? I am, yeah, but the other oh. side. Okay. How would you say costume? Costume. Okay, that. Thank you. Because it drives me nuts how nobody on the show can say costume right. It's always costume. costume. They make it like a three-letter or like a three-syllable. It drives me nuts. It's just costume. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was literally like, hmm, I wonder. And I should have, like, spelled it out because now I feel like you lied because I said it. No, costume, costume, costume. Thank you. But that's because I'm from you. the East Coast side. They're okay. a little, they're dangerously close to Ohio, which is where we get a lot of problems. <laughs> Uh, I believe that, a.k.a. Kathy. Um, (laughs) Well, the best part is that my mom's name is Kathy. So Mm. spelled the same way. Oh, I feel so that I feel like we have a little bit of a kinship. (laughs) And then she says something and I'm like, no, it's over. (laughs) So after the argument, Abby sits down with the team and their moms to discuss the schedule and the dress code for the competition. Um, And Abby is she's like being really annoying and. I love, not Abby, Kathy. I love how she comes off, but sometimes I'm like, okay, babe, you're overproducing yourself just like a little bit. And she's like, well, we're not going to be wearing black and white because I have a beautiful fuchsia number (laughs) and uh, Vivi is going to be in green. And Abby's just like, okay, like that's, no, you're wearing black and white like the rest of us. Yeah, and in the background, you can see all the moms just like trying not to laugh because I I don't know (laughs) how they did that's one thing I'm like they must have really been like miserable because I would have been laughing my ass off 
24 seven. Yeah. They would not be able to film me because I would be take I would not take it seriously. It made me um, really mad though when Kathy was like, "We're not going to be just like the help." I hate. Oh yeah. That. Mm. I was like, like, "What are you even talking about?" So condescending to the people that make these events possible for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and that's just the tip of the iceberg with her in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go to the scene of her driving <laughs> for some reason, and and Vivi's in the back seat just <laughs> doing whatever the fuck she's doing, <laughs> and there's this like really annoying, not annoying, but like very obvious like violin waltz music trying mm-hmm. to like make it seem like she's fancy because she's driving in her mercedes but as abby says it's a c-class so <laughs> and she's like talking about how she wants vivi to try costume modeling just like she was a costume model <laughs> and vivi's just like uh, yeah sure whatever <laughs> but um, without so many words th- no words not even yeah <laughs> no she's like my mom wants me to be famous they're a model and that's it i don't even she says i don't want to she doesn't yeah she's i don't want to she doesn't even get a producer to tell her something cute like i just want to eat chips right and yeah she could not look less interested but kathy's all about this and she's Mm -hmm. like yeah we're gonna try it maybe Um, mommy can get into a few shots yeah (laughs) i can't lie though that would be me i was just waiting for that like they need to be on toddlers and tiaras they do I know. I God, I love that show. Um, I love toddlers and tiaras because it's like dance moms, but just with more lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> um, the moms or the little girls or both? The moms. Oh, okay. okay. I don't like, remember that. Oh my god, there's so many. Oh, oh wow. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I watched one the other night where do you remember Eden? She was like Eden Wood. Like, yeah, she's like the face of toddlers and tiara she's like the model face yeah like of like the poster and everything and she i guess got famous it was like one of her later episodes and her mom's like her mom's old and she's like we're in la this weekend so she's gonna perform her music just for like it's like a mall tour like tiffany and she literally performs it in front of the chinese theater for like four people and she like (laughs) lip synced it and i was like what the fuck am i watching No, wait, I'm going to put you on blast for a second because you came for these women the way they say costumes, but you just said tour. Tour? (laughs) You made it two syllables. (laughs) Tour. You said like sewer, except with a T. Hey, well, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all right. And that's fine. Pronounce things how you need to pronounce them, but don't come for Abby Lee Dance Studio for costumes. Yeah, I will anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna go on tour. Okay. What to do talk you, about how the well, how would you say it? Tour? Tour. Tour. Just a one word like a door with a tour. T. Tour. See, I'm very Emily not, says it right. Yeah. Whatever. Emily's mom is more southern than I am. <laughs> she is, but my dad's also from New York. So I have mm. a complete matter. I know. <laughs> my parents are from Michigan and Iowa, so but they've been here too long. I don't I'm still a little country. Okay. So, but in like a cute way, not in a creepy way. Right. No. Um, I like to go on tour. <laughs> That's how we used to, me and my sister used to make fun of the way Billy Ray Cyrus said it. Cause he always say terror. Terror. <laughs> oh no, we can all agree that's the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. 
So after that like little interlude in the car, we're back at the studio and Abby tells the girls that the group number is called Make You Mine, except she says it's called Make You Mine, <laughs> which is exactly how I sound in the month of January when I used to teach after school. <laughs> and the kindergartners would be like, what did she say? <laughs> um, her voice literally makes me physically hurt when she gets into like where she can barely talk especially when she's yelling yes oh my god it does (laughs) but they're using chairs in this routine because it's kind of like a pseudo fossey routine Mm. which i thought this was going to be the cell block tango one like the takeoff on cell block tango but i don't think it is i'm usually pretty good about like placing what song the song is supposed to be like the you know royalty free version of Uh it I couldn't quite do for this one. Now, my question to you, do they really dance to the songs we're hearing because they can't get the rights or do they dance to the real song and we just hear this fake one? I always thought they dance to the real one and then they just play one because there's one episode where Nia does, clearly does Waiting for Life from Once on this Island. Mm. And I can hear it, but for some, and I have always stood by that, like, that they use different music in the show. But sometimes there are clips of them actually performing and you can kind of hear the mic being like a boom mic and it kind of like will go out and it's still the same song. So I think for the most part, I think she does pick these weird songs, which I think is why she's like good at what she does because it's like, I think with a lot of competitions, I think you see the same kids perform the same song over and over and over like a top hit. So I think that was like one thing that she was really, I would give to her. Like she picked songs that nobody's ever heard of. Oh yeah. She picked ones that a lot of ones that I had never heard of. (laughs) Yeah. And I saw like in in an interview with her, she was talking about this and she was like, I used to go down to like FYE or something down the block. And I would go like in the nineties or something when you would go into a store and put the headphones on and Mm -hmm. listen to a song track by track. So she was like, I used to do that. And just like, so probably with just like independent artists, I guess. Oh, so that's where okay. she kind of gets all the music. I mean, because obviously, like, where the hell are you going to find where have all the children gone? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing it on the radio. No. God, no. There would be so many. I would. I don't want to talk about it. As soon as I got the chairs out, I immediately thought of stop eating. That's why you're fat. <laughs> have you gotten to that fight yet? Uh-uh. <gasps> Did okay, I? Well, Who was in I between? Want... Kelly? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay, because I yeah. still have, like, I really only watched until Kelly left because she was my favorite. Yeah. And Christy. So, I and if I did watch Beyond, I don't really have memory of it. But I also, like, don't really have, like, a good feel for, like, when episodes happen. Oh, after okay. Season. They all yeah. kind of seem, because I really think they just filmed and just never stopped. But like after that trauma of thinking of that scene, Abby uses this whole rehearsal to beat up on Nia and just everything she can't do and everything. And just the fact that this triggered me when she like picks her to sit out and watch everybody else do it. That's just horrible to me. It's cruel. Yeah. It's so cruel. You don't do that unless they're in trouble. Like you don't ever do that to a kid. Mm hmm. Um, it made me sad too in Nia's individual <clears throat> rehearsal when she was like, what, what does technique mean? Tell me now. And uh, Nia really looked like she was about to cry. 
And I could tell too, she does know what technique means. She well, just didn't the have thing. the vocabulary right. to express it. No, and she was I super don't. nervous. I know. She's like, well, shit, I didn't know you're going to ask this. This wasn't on the sides for today. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad for her. And I like, I could tell she was like, shit, like, I, I know what it means, but I, I can't, yeah, I don't she have can the vocabulary. Do it. She can't say it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I know Abby's going to like jump down my throat, but I'm about to say, I don't know. And, and she I feel was really trying bad for so her. hard. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on. She's poop puking. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's a twist. Oh, baby. Oh, honey. Is it a dog or a cat? A dog. Oh. I'm sorry. Is she okay? No problem. She's fine. I'm dog sitting for the first time for the, well, not for the first time, but for this one for the first time. And. Mm. I'm like, of course she, I was worried about her screaming because she likes to bark for attention, um, but no, I guess I had to worry about her throwing up. <laughs> well, that got attention. So anyway, I think she's fine. She's curled up. Where were we? Oh, so Abby says, Nia, your arms look like they were out to dinner with your dad last night. Literally verbatim. That's what she says. I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> I don't either. I can't even brainstorm what that could mean. Mm-mm. It was just, it's like, you could tell she was going to say, like, just trying to come up with something insulting and just yeah. couldn't catch, like, couldn't string the words together. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, well, I just got to rag on her for one second. <laughs> but, like, you know, once her will has significantly been broken, Abby gives Nia her costume. What do you think of this costume? Um, it is a mess. And I think it is problematic, obviously, but I think it is even more like jarring that it's coming the same week that she's hyping her up in a scenario and giving her this costume and making her look like a fool as the same week that she's tearing her down in the group number. Like, you need to pick one, Abby. All of this happening the same week is a lot. (laughs) Well, it's like, that's how Abby works. She's got to put all the pressure on one kid Mm -hmm. just to be, and she just focuses on one kid. Usually it's Chloe or Paige, but yeah. And you were saying how, Emily, you're saying like how we never see their other solos. And I feel like they had, they were performing other solos, Mm -hmm. but I guess like with competitions, you do, you repeat a lot of stuff because not everybody sees everything at the same, at every competition. So I think it was probably like a lot of repeats, stuff like that. But I guess not because apparently Chloe had a new costume. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Brooks was the same, but yeah, Chloe had a new costume and it was not what Abby drew. (laughs) But when Holly sees it, she is seeing red. Actually, she's seeing animal print, but despite (laughs) her belief that the costume sends them back 40 years, Nia loves it. I am just glad that Nia is feeling herself because that's about the only positive thing I can say. Yeah, even if you're going to be problematic and racist with this costume, it it just looks sloppy. Like, it didn't even look top quality of this idea. No, it's like, you could tell that the collar was not pop like if it were good quality it would have stuff holding it up right but it didn't she looks like um a lisa frank drawing (laughs) even the the drag queens that i've seen 
in performances like they're not in something animal print they're like rhinestone bejeweled like something to be fair they're in like women's clothes but yes yeah like you know some right like she could have gone a completely different direction and that was also like I mean Nia would have looked cute <clears throat> anything but yeah. she she could have definitely not done animal print and still gotten her point across it's just like of course it had to be animal print just the most offensive yeah thing because why not why not it's fun for Abby oh and then just to put gas on the fire Abby's like well do you have an afro yeah in your purse that was actually I mean as terrible as this whole thing was that was hysterical to me because Holly's like well in my other purse just took it out (laughs) but then like Abby is such a cunt she's like Penn Hill Shopping Center right down the road like she doesn't even give them a break to like enjoy the joke (laughs) oh my god and it was just horrible and yeah she like has a stroke about this afro and Christy tries to like join in the joke and she's like well you don't have that in your purse I just changed purses sorry I at this point I'm like on Holly's side but it's it does start to get old just she keeps bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Holly needs a drink. So who's she going to ask to go get a drink with? But <laughs> Christy and Kelly, the designated mom, wine moms. And she is so fired up about this costume. She's talking about how it sets them back and how she's just appalled. And that is not her Black experience, which I'm not even going to begin to understand what her Black experience is. But she's very much like... I can see Holly's like, there's just like just a spectrum and she's on one side of the spectrum. And I guess she thinks that she, this is on like a completely other side. And I don't know. It was just very, I totally feel bad for like, I understand, but Holly was like so angry about it. It's like, she's like, I've worked so hard, but hi, baby, I will give it to her. Um, I think she went to Cornell Mm. and um I recently looked up because she's a doctor but she went to Cornell and that's where she met Nia's dad um and then they both went to P got their PhDs from UPenn which is Mm. another hard school so hi Peach so um she's like it's not my experience and I don't want that for her I've worked too hard and she's like next time or like it snowballs into her being like next she's gonna have her picking cotton and the sad thing but like funny thing is that eventually they do get to Atlanta and they do a slavery number (gasps) but it's like it's tasteful and it's funny because Holly's all about it I mean really because Nia's the star (laughs) and it's actually like it's not it's not a caricature really of right. blackness, but um, it was funny how they're like thinking, well, next she's going to be picking cotton. Well, just wait. <laughs> oh, Nia got to be Rosa Parks once too. That was a cute number. I never saw that one. That I one? think that was, I probably did. I mean, cute. so they go to get the drinks and you can tell. So they're making it out that this is like, they're going down the street to get to get drinks but it's so clearly the casino <laughs> because they're just like in some random bar at the like edge of the casino so this came later and it was very produced 
But now we're on the bus and these are still the days of taking charter buses. They were not flying yet. And this was like an eight hour drive. I looked it up Oh my! because I was thinking like, oh, it can't be that far. Like, connect. well, I don't apparently I'm really bad at geography, but I was not thinking it was eight hours from Pittsburgh to Connecticut. Mm-mm. That bus but, driver needs a raise, just like uh, that police yes. officer that had to deal with Abby. <laughs> I felt really um, scammed because I thought this was going to be the episode where she's like, driver, we're doing eye makeup. <laughs> Steady on the You're going road. the wrong way. God, he wants to kill himself. <laughs> but it's funny because it is the same driver that Kelly recognizes in one episode. And she's like, oh, my God, he drove me to Wine Fest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cute, though, because... Abby and Paige like or Paige tries to put a gummy worm in Abby's mouth because Abby's (laughs) asleep with her mouth open like a psycho and she's like so brave of her it was so brave and and you're like holding your breath and then she's fine (laughs) oh my god it was terrifying it was like a space launch (laughs) (laughs) I was like okay but Holly's back on her bullshit sorry that's very mean to say (laughs) but she is back to talking about this afro and she's like oh the lady at the shop was appalled that i needed an afro for a 10 year old and it's like yeah i'm sure she was (laughs) and um kelly's like oh you actually went through with it like yes kelly what else is she gonna do (laughs) right oh and then while they're driving down the freeway like you can see them driving down the freeway through the window abby's taking attendance for some reason Mm. I guess they needed her to take attendance so that we could address that Vivi and Kathy yeah. are in their own car. Oh. So, but it's just a C-class, so. <laughs> uh, would you ride in this bus with them? Yeah. I would. I mean, as long as nobody farts. <laughs> right, right. And, like, does anything stupid. Although, if there's a bathroom, I don't know. No, I've taken buses. The bus itself is not the problem. I think it's the company you keep. So for Kathy to not have any friends, and then Vivi isn't really close with any of these girls. Like, I could imagine it's just easier to take a trip together. I think so, too. I Now that I remember it, I'm like, no, people, like, chorus trips on charter buses, kids literally threw up, and I was just like, oh, like, I couldn't smell it. I'm fine. <laughs> right. Literally, you always had that one kid that threw up on every trip. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And one time she sat next to me. Oh, yeah. I was in marching band and though yeah, those bus rides to away competitions, like we just either had the weirdest conversations or just did the weirdest things on those buses. Wild time. You go to band camp? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we were I'm weird at band further. camp too. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> um, meanwhile, yeah, the only thing I did in chorus and we went to a hotel one night and the mom slept in her room. So oh. couldn't really, but I was the one that like wanted to talk to the adults. So I was fine with it. Mm. Like we were besties. I was that kind of kid as well. Yeah. But now I pick up her dog's poop, which is really awkward. Cause we don't really like acknowledge it. Um, Cause it was like one night in 2008. <laughs> 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 Finally, we're at Mohegan Sun and there's this really kind of cute clip of Paige and Abby walking like holding hands through the casino which is a funny sentence to say but (laughs) it was like made me sad because I know Kelly said that like Abby was like a family friend like she went to her baby shower she went to the kids birthday parties like stuff like that so it is really hard to see and I'm sure it's really sad to see like 
what the relationship used to be, I guess. Yeah. But it was really cute that she was like holding her hand. It was, that's why I'm like such a bad person is that anything happens and I'm like, oh my God, that was so cute. Like she held her hand. <laughs> and once they make it to the dressing room, Abby's like, uh, we're 30 minutes behind or 30 minutes ahead. ahead. So everybody start working and everybody, Melissa's on a 10 or she's at a 10. Like, they're like, yeah, again, sequencing these costumes for the very first time as if they hadn't right. They hadn't yeah. known about that this was happening. I know. And they're like, is your is your hair tight enough? How are we gonna do the hair? What do we, we're still doing makeup? And Maddie's already pissed because I would be too. She's like, Why are you so stressed, Maddie? And it's like, oh my God, can you hear yourself? That and made her more stressed when she was yes. just like, Maddie, are you stressed? Maddie, what what's wrong? Maddie, what do you need? My favorite thing in this show is when she's like Maddie has to go to the bathroom Maddie has to go to the bathroom Maddie has to go to the bathroom she that was, was the mortified only place, that's the only place that like the camera wouldn't follow you and you could like yeah. turn your mic off mm. yeah although I think some I don't know if it was this show or another show where people are like oh I didn't turn mine off like they could hear me peeing it was fine <laughs> but that's why she was always like Maddie you have to go to the bathroom let's try and go to the bathroom because like that's where she could talk to her without the cameras and like mm. do whatever okay. she needed to do that makes sense yeah. Maddie was very offended that <laughs> Melissa asked, though. She needed to go to the I bathroom. Would be She's too. like, no, I don't. Well, I'm sure she probably just went. Yeah. <laughs> then Maddie's, like, nervous because she's a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And I guess her hair is shaking. And Abby's like, do some turns. Let's see if the hair stays. And then <laughs> Abby's like, why are you so stressed? Like, Abby, can you, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Have you not seen this whole, like, ordeal? And Christy um, says Melissa's always freaking out on Maddie before competitions before she goes on stage and that, that's so sad I was like Maddie doesn't need that like she doesn't if she and her mom have a fight or whatever before she wins a trophy like the trophy's not going to matter to her like she just she just wants yeah like relationship you know and Melissa manipulates her into being like Abby's gonna be mad at you yeah so when she does mess up she's like fuck Abby's mm-hmm. gonna actually like throw me out into the road and shoot me <laughs> like that is uh-huh. the level she's at and they get into the costumes and I was like, I'm sorry, how are these any different than like prostitutes costumes? They were literally the same costume in a different color. And the moms mm-hmm. were like, these are gorgeous. It's astounding to me, but whatever. Yeah. She's like nagging Maddie, but why Maddie, why are you stressed? And then she has to go put on a shiny, happy face for the routine immediately, immediately after all that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Chloe's kick in the beginning of that dance was so good though. Did yeah. you see it? Here's the thing, unless it's like a really good performance or like a song I really like, mm-hmm. I don't really pay attention. It was like <laughs> it was like in the very beginning, and it was really quick. But she gets like a like a perfect rocket kick good. in the very beginning. It was I, I love that so her. good. Yeah, it was so good. I, I believe that. Well, oh, and Nia is like in another county. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to what. Um... Chloe did because Nia was a hot mess in this song. And that—that that is also the worst part about the show is that you want to root so hard for them, but they make it really hard. Yeah. They then they do shit like that, and it's like, <laughs> and and even Holly's like, yeah, yeah. she's like Nia was off. Like, <laughs> Nia was was off. I love Holly's faces are my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sucking in the cheeks. But yeah, like all the all the girls' chairs are like lined up very close to each other and Nia Nia's was like behind the curtains basically yeah. and it then was... after after that she did a leap that was like completely out of time <laughs> from everyone else and 
then of course the rest she she managed though to like smile and get through it i would have just like run off but she manages to get through it and smile but the rest of it was just like sloppy i know and i'm saying this like i could ever do that and (laughs) do it well (laughs) okay so maddie is immediately mad Mm -hmm. because nia fucked up but she tells everybody and melissa's like in her interview she's like Maddie said that she was upset because she broke her ankle or twisted her ankle, but she was really upset because Nia fucked up. <laughs> like that's basically what she said. Yeah. And it's like and Melissa, Melissa was like kind of laughing about it a little yes. bit. I was like, Melissa, we don't stop. And this would have been a great opportunity for an adult to like talk to Maddie about what was actually bothering her and give her like praise about something that ha- didn't have to do with dance, like her character. Yeah. or something i know so many missed opportunities i hate that yeah, the show turns me against eight-year-olds <laughs> they let maddie get away with so many lies on this show so many like she was a bitch sometimes. yeah uh-huh. like she was a little lying to face bitch oh she was so annoying and it's like hard to root again hard to root for her when she stayed like when she's raised by melissa mm-hmm and like just the way that her that Melissa and Abby lived through Maddie is so disgusting to me. Yeah. It's so bad. And now like Sia's kind of doing it too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And every <laughs> time I think that she's like walked away from Sia, I see another thing that's like, oh yeah, we're we still work together. We're still great. Mm-hmm. That movie should have been the end of their relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. That movie should not have been. Well, that's correct. But, but then yes. when it had been, then I would have said, no, this woman ruined me. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. She was, say, she was saying before that movie even came out, she was like, Yeah, was like, guys, don't blame Maddie. She was 14. It was my fault. Like before the movie, before <laughs> yeah. anybody even saw the movie. Oh, my and then God. That, that intrigued me. I was like, well, now I have to see it. <laughs> well, I never saw it because I was not about to subject myself to bald Kate Hudson. That was the <laughs> toughest part for me. It was jarring. <laughs> I love Kate Hudson. I don't, I'm glad she got past that, but like, I don't, she's really lucky she got past that. <clears throat> and then Kathy parades Vivi to the photogenic award contest. <laughs> Just the shot of Kathy, like dragging Vivi and Vivi's skipping along through the casino. Yeah. Oh, so after that disaster group number, Kathy attempts to get Vivi to win a photogenic award, <laughs> which when I watched this, I didn't really connect that it was the photogenic award until after. I just thought it was her getting her pictures done. Yeah. But now that I'm watching some, like, yeah, why the hell did she have full stage makeup for the photogenic award? <laughs> and also, why does Kathy insist on doing her makeup? Because it is horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, she and, sent this oh, yeah. girl out. <laughs> she, she did. did. <laughs> she, like, wonders why Abby doesn't want to work with her. Like, girl, look in uh-huh. the mirror. <laughs> and she was like barking a million orders at once to this poor photographer. Mm-hmm. And that, that guy needs a raise, that. too. I know. And then she's even like, I can't believe that he even got this job. Like, how does he work here? Because he's terrible. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you found him at the competition. It's not It's not a rocket scientist. <laughs> rocket science. I can't talk. <laughs> but yeah, that was the best part is like, she's like, you look like a pug. And it's she like, if so my mean. mom, if my mom called me a pug, uh, no, I'd be out of there. It would immense patient next day. <laughs> and Kathy. she just, Vivi, Vivi just like 
she'll no, like she smile just for vibing. the camera. Yeah, she'll like smile for the camera, and then as soon as she's done, she's like, "All right, can I be can I be done smiling now?" Yeah, and then Abby's or <laughs> Kathy is like, "Oh, she don't even need me. Like, what is this?" And it's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> do you even know your daughter at all? Like, you don't know she has a little personality." So now we're on to awards. And Abby tries to explain the awards, but it really just goes over my head. Like she really tries for like two minutes to explain what awards are. <laughs> and it's like, girl, just let's just keep going. Make you mind place is second. And reactions are kind of all over the place because it's like it's second, it's not bad, but also everybody's like, Nia. So and Melissa was like, part. they deserved first, but like, no, they didn't. Right. Were we watching the right. same thing? Right. They didn't even deserve second, really. It's like, Melissa, stop trying to cover up for what you just said earlier, throwing Maddie and Nia under the bus. But she's like right out of 10. Once again, when we get back to the dressing room, I was going to say, like, we should have made a drinking game for every time she tells Maddie she needs to go to the bathroom. Because <laughs> she keeps, she starts doing that again. And now they're getting Maddie ready to perform Angel. Mm. She's like sitting there with Matt, like Maddie's pretending, well, She's putting makeup on, but like, let's be honest, she's not really doing anything substantial. And Melissa's just like sitting there like, so, you know, this is for your grandma. And we were just so close, just like me and you, except you're kind of a perfectionist. And Maddie is just like, like, okay. (laughs) She's just like, we're not close. Like, I don't know where you get this, but like, no. (laughs) She's just trying not to laugh. The song Angel sounds like the song Camouflage by Selena Gomez. Do you guys know that one? I, I don't that know one. that song. It's from Revival. That's probably her best album. I don't oh. love, obviously, I'm not like a Selena head. <laughs> Selenator, is that what mm, they call them? I believe but so. I do like that album. Um, and it's kind of got like opening piano chords just like that. Okay. But like I sat there for a long time like, I know this song. What is this song? <laughs> Like I do with a lot of these songs. Obviously, the dance is flawless. What did you guys yeah. think? I, Always, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that also pisses me off is like, why can't she just, and even when she does mess up, we don't even get that like satisfaction mm. because she makes it all about how tragic it is. I don't know. Oh no, when she messes up, I fully enjoy the breakdowns. I disagree with you there. I like cackle on episodes where she has breakdowns about messing up. I do too. However, then I'm like waiting for Abby to come in and berate her and that never happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no. my one of the hardest episodes like that makes my blood boil to this day is when she messes up and yeah, she messes up and Abby cries because she's mm. like overwhelmed. But I guess like candy apples are there and like, yeah. they beat them and she and she's like yelling at everybody like, you are Satan. You are Satan. <laughs> and she cries That's and right. then she's so embarrassed that she leaves the competition. It's a good episode. <laughs> yes, it was really beautiful, actually. And the side-by-side of, I need a side-by-side of Maddie's face when she's doing a routine to like everybody else's face. Because I can't lie, like Maddie has good facials. She does. Yeah. She does. I okay. would have liked to have seen a little bit more facial expression variety in mm-hmm. this dance mm. if I had to critique her. It was like her signature face, but it was the same face over and over. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen like maybe a little bit of a smile at some point or like, I don't know, just some variety. My favorite thing, like you forget that like there are all these different kind of like faces, kind of like toddlers and tiaras. They always have like the same like 
faces and like dance competitions they always have like the same walk like way they Mm -hmm. walk in and way they Uh, walk out uh and I love it because it's like we didn't get to do that when we danced yeah (laughs) I'm like this is so new yes but the way they lift their Maddie is disgusting to me yeah they put way too much on her little spirit yeah but also I don't like her so (laughs) we get yeah go ahead uh, I was gonna say we get like um a little like a f- a little bit of clips of some of the other dances like Mackenzie and Vivi did a duet and they were in these like really cute polka dot costumes but we saw like two seconds of it and it didn't look very in sync. <laughs> I um, could imagine that. <laughs> and then a little bit of Brooks' acro routine and Paige had a solo and Chloe. Mm-hmm. Chloe had like what looked like a sad routine, but it looked it like she emotional. Did- it looked like emotion, emotional, but it looked like she killed it from what I saw. Yeah. So is this where we get to Laquifa? Yes. So for the beginning of Nia's dance, she is bringing it with these backflips. And at first I was like, okay, we're going to get like a really high energy, really cool choreography this whole time. Like it's going to be acro and flipping. But she really brings it with the backflips. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then that and then. she brings it with the backflips. Most of the choreography after that was not even dancing. I mean, no. she did she did great with the facial expressions. Like she and you could tell Neil loved this dance. She was really enjoying herself. I love that for her. I love that she wasn't letting her mom's feelings like feed into how she performed or what she mm-hmm. how she felt about it. Yeah. Not oh, that yeah. she needed to, but you know how sometimes it can be like a storyline and bring them down. Yeah. At least for Maddie. Maddie's always nervous about nothing yeah sorry this has turned into the maddie hate show sorry no it's okay (laughs) the the editing makes it easy to do that yeah (laughs) oh god i just i really don't but i do now i don't know i jury's out jury's out (laughs) um but i i'm a chloe apologist forever and always Mm -hmm. i loved that routine i thought it was amazing but i was also as soon as holly was like I'm watching it and I'm waiting for the dance moves and I'm not seeing any technique. And this is where technique comes into play because mm-hmm. there's none. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She really is just walking around the stage to the song. And mm-hmm. I, it was really annoying because when they play it back, they don't sync up the song to the dance because she's mimicking it. She's saying the words. Yeah. And it's not synced up and it was really annoying. But obviously she killed it. Yeah, right. But I don't, she didn't place, did she? I don't think so. No. Because it wasn't a good dance. <laughs> well, that's tr- well, that's true. But so she can't even have the satisfaction of plate of placing. But um, I don't know that she, like you said, she didn't let it affect her opinion. Right. So I don't know that she needed the satisfaction. I think Holly needed it, but Holly got satisfaction that it didn't place. <laughs> I know, because then she's right out into the hallway with Abby. Oh yeah. Well, out of words. Vivi did not win the photogenic award, but that's because Kathy didn't understand the assignment. Oh, regular. that scene of the judges going over Vivi's picture was so rude. I was she like, was like, they... these are horrible. I mean, I was like, I believe it. You don't oh, have I to can't tell me these are they, bad. that they took these pictures. These are absolutely terrible. But <laughs> I mean, if, if like I you were standing behind the camera. Yeah. But if I were six years old and like hearing my mom call my these pictures of me terrible, you know, I'd be offended. But she was just like, yeah. I mean, you're beautiful, but these pictures are horrendous. Yeah, <laughs> but these, oh, 
And then she's like, that photographer, no wonder he can't get a job or something like I that. Know. And I'm like, bitch, you hired him. Yeah. Vivi could care less. Maddie's routine gets first and she has a giant trophy. And then Melissa makes the comment, <laughs> Maddie has six giant trophies right now. And her goal is to get into double digits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Her <laughs> goal, <laughs> Melissa. So, her right. goal. Um, and then Yenia's did not place. No. And honestly, I get it. Probably yeah. would have placed if it had the death drop. I think that would have sealed the deal. It would have helped. Yeah. It still would have been like a compliment sandwich. Like the things in the, it started great with the backflips and then the death drop would have ended it. But everything in the middle was just her lip syncing to what? Walking. <laughs> yeah. And lip sync. Like, uh-huh. what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't even try to do it, but postmodern <laughs> pimp. I cannot believe that's what the song was. I know. And I am of two minds of it. And as a white person, maybe I'm thinking about it too much and it's not my journey to take. But I do think, like you said, that I think Holly has her opinions of the kind of Black person she is and isn't. Mm -hmm. So I think Abby made big mistakes by doing this dance and doing the dance poorly and having poor costumes. I think it could have been a great number in a cute costume and still been the quote, like, ethnic dance that Abby wanted Mm -hmm. it to be. Yeah, because... No, go ahead. But I think that even if it was a better dance with a more stomachable costume, I still think Holly's opinion of this type of Black person is offensive to her anyway, and she still would have had a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's perfectly explained in, like, what do I think? It's, like, a perfect example is when they do actually do the slave Mm. routine and hobby hobby <laughs> it's been a long day holly it. loves it mm. like she, i haven't watched it in a couple weeks but i don't really remember her having too many reservations i think she yeah. her reservations were more can nia pull it off and lead everybody mm. where whereas like this is her problem is the actual number itself right yeah and i totally understand like it was Looking back, I'm like, I cannot believe that any of them got away with this. No. Because no. it was stereotypical, but then also, like, I don't know why I keep leaning into this more, like, poorly done stereotypes. Yeah. If, yeah. if she came out and killed it with a great dance and then still had the Afro and leopard print, I think people would have accepted it better but because you clearly just put this girl in a shitty costume and pushed her on stage to make fun of herself that's Mm -hmm. an issue yeah Yeah, exactly I would agree with that I think Abby was trying to be ahead of her time and and failed she was she was trying to be like well show business is show business and I want her to like embrace this part of herself and she has this unique beauty that the other girls don't have and you know, if a role set, if she's in LA or Hollywood and a role says ethnic, like I want to be able to send her because she can do all that. And yeah, right. Yeah, I get that. But she did. She did it all wrong. Like I, I get her, I understand her goal, but she didn't. Yeah. Really and and not to I might be stereotyped. I, I mean, I may be being stereotypical in this um, and I'll get canceled for it. But like if that is your goal, then teach her, you know, like african dance teach her hip-hop teach her all these different kinds so then she can play these ethnic quote roles you want her to play but walking and lip-syncing is not getting her 
into these auditions. Right. <laughs> and and Holly even says all of Nia's themes dances like have yeah. seem to have a theme of jungle mm-hmm. theme or satanic or something neg- negative. Yeah. 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 That's that's not really celebrating her diversity when no. it, when it could, you know. Well, and I can imagine how hard for how hard how hard it is for Holly to see her daughter who is beautiful and she knows is beautiful and she sees is beautiful like get this dance when literally every other girl is getting like a princess right like, angel, fairy. Truly angel. Yeah, <laughs> literally angel stark white costume angel uh-huh. yeah wow i didn't even think about that just for this one but like mm-hmm. so i can understand holly being like okay you're finally giving my daughter a solo and i'm grateful because that's how abby is seeing it it's like mm-hmm. you want a solo i'll give you a solo but it's going to be horribly offensive and it's that's what like, Abby likes to do. When yeah. she hears critiques from the mothers, she gives what they're asking for to shut them up, but in a way where they're still going to have an issue. Right, yes. where they can't argue with it. Yeah. It's terrible. But I do love how, can we get to the part where she reads Abby for filth? <laughs> yes. Um, when they're in the hallway. Yes. And she's like, Abby, like literally Nia is not even off the stage. And she's like, Abby, can we talk in the hall? Can we talk outside? <laughs> And Abby's probably like, okay. Uh, yeah. So Holly first very professionally is explaining like, you know, all of her dances have an undertone of jungle theme and or a satanic theme or something with negativity. And then Abby's response is like, well, then you pick the dances and you pick the <laughs> choreographer and you handle the whole thing. And then attacks Nia's technique. And then they get into a whole, uh, financial debate. Attacks her technique as if she's not her dance teacher. Mm-hmm. like the one teaching her to dance holly says something like it was very i didn't like it it was very stereotypical and abby's like yes it was because i did that on purpose because yeah, she she's like, stereotypical. I yeah and then she mentions some random girl named esmeret who's on a scholarship <laughs> i'm assuming that's another aldc dancer uh but she just abby it's really hard because abby's not She's obviously wrong, but she's saying very, not smart things, but she's coming off very, um, very much like she's winning the argument too. Like there's Mm -hmm. no clear, like the clear winner is Holly, but also there's no clear winner in this argument. Um, Right. But my, my favorite part is like when she says, I pay a hundred thousand dollars in tuition for private school and you think I can't afford you. And Abby's like, well, well, you owe me, you can pay this or you can leave the studio. And it's like, Abby, stop. You can just stop with this bullshit paying your bills thing because everybody knows how much this stuff and everybody knows that if they couldn't pay, they wouldn't be there. Like, oh my God, it's so tired. Mm-hmm. Also, and, I've yeah. been, I'm so sorry. I've been Googling okay. the last three minutes because once you said Asmarat, my mind went elsewhere. Um, Asmarat, I can't pronounce her last name. I'll try. Geb Remichael. She is my favorite cast member from Legally Blonde, the musical. <gasps> and she is the Asmarat that you just mentioned. No way. She went to Abby Lee Dance Studio. Yeah. Shut so up. she moved on to being in, I'll just give you, Abby was right. I mean, she did go places. She was mm-hmm. in Wicked, In the Heights, Legally Blonde, The Book of Mormon, and then Dream Girls Tour. Oh wow, go Abby up stars even without the cameras. <laughs> and go Asmaret in the MLK scholarship. <laughs> exactly. Good for wow. her. Okay, thank yeah. you. 
Oh, that just reminds me. I just saw Wicked on tour and it was amazing. Oh. And Emily and I wanted to go to this this drag bar that we go to. It's not really a bar. It's kind of a restaurant. And they had the cast doing like an equity fights aids thing. And it was the company and they had like a wicked drag night. And we didn't, I didn't go. And I'm so uh-huh. pissed because now like it was like two weeks ago. And then I just saw a picture of it and I was like, fuck. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, because we're huge theater, theater nerds. Yeah. We love it. So that was basically the episode. Laquifa. <laughs> what? <laughs> the postmodern pimp. Um, uh-huh. when we finish recapping the episodes, we like to ask each other, Emily, what did you learn from this episode? Oh, oh gosh, there's so much because I think I, yeah, like you said, I learned that there's like really no clear winner in this argument, but a lot of it, like, I don't feel like I can even comment on because it's such a complex issue. I see both sides of it, but I think my, like my instinct would be if I were in the situation to listen to Holly because it's her experience and if she doesn't want that and doesn't want her her daughter in that then I think Abby should have kind of backed off yeah Yeah, respected it and lightened up a little bit even though I I know what her goal was which is was to like embrace Nia's ethnicity and celebrate it and have her prepared for other roles like that Mm -hmm. but I just think she went about it all wrong so I don't know if I really learned anything other than um, this was a very complex argument. Yeah, I learned who Esmeret was. Yeah, um, I learned that my favorite, so cool. my favorite Broadway ensemble member of all time went to Abby Lee Dance Company. Do you know like what her specific track was? In Lily like, Blonde? Yeah, like what? She was she PR, had? the black. Oh, yeah. If oh. you watch like the yeah uh, recording she is yeah she's the black sorority sister my favorite part about that recording is how the commercial breaks if you can find the one from like mtv originally the where the, the yes and they're like we are backstage at legally blonde with <laughs> orpha and orpha's like hi and oh my god i love it mm-hmm. it's so good i used to watch that and the um next Del woods show oh my god me too i, I was obsessed it. with that show it was so good i i love watching it now and being like now that i know who like half the cast is it's insane like yeah i it's insane but anyway yeah i learned about esmerette and i really just learned a lot about holly i guess mm-hmm. like she i mean really taught me because i don't know it's just like as a white person you don't really think about uh how I don't know I just I thought where she was coming from was very profound and I'd never really seen that from her she'd always kind of been like I knew she was like proud of her heritage and how you know smart she was and Mm -hmm. like and I love her like I love Dr. Holly but like it really this was a nice episode to go back to and like see how serious she was about how she wanted to present herself and present Nia and like Mm -hmm. how serious she was about not letting Nia become a stereotype and unfortunately it didn't work but I don't well we still got Laquifa so it I'm happy <laughs> like the best Laquifa, of both worlds exactly I mean you get you win some you lose some <laughs> um but this was so much fun 
I am so fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much of for course. coming. Of course, thank Sorry, you. I like completely lost my notes. I have no idea what happened to them. I'm gonna like scream cry about it later, <laughs> <laughs> and finish this bottle of wine. But yes, yeah, so can you tell everybody where we can find you? Oh, of course. So I am a co-host on I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast. Normally we cover movies from the early 2000s and 90s, uh, but because of the writer's strike and SAG, we are transitioning throughout the strike to cover books now. So we're going to do like Babysitter's Clubs, Goosebumps, all of that. Yeah. I love Babysitter's Club. I did. (laughs) I so I when I taught second grade I forced not forced but um <laughs> I introduced um uh-huh. a lot of my students to the babysitter's little uh, sister series because I was I'm like familiar. Mm-hmm. I was like I love these you will too and they they really really did and so I started like ordering a bunch on Amazon and reading it with them and having book clubs with them they loved it Aww. um and then as I got as when I started teaching upper grades and I was like well now we got to do the re- the big kids babysitters club. <laughs> You're like shit. Um, I gotta up this game. And then yeah, and then and then it came out on net. The new <gasps> series came out on Netflix, and it was like they kind of dropped the ball on it. Could have been way better, oh. but <laughs> I'm, I um I, I told the them all to yeah I told them all to go home and watch it anyway. And um now they have these graphic novel babysitters club books, so mine aren't cool anymore because they can get the graphic novel <laughs> ones right. from the Scholastic Book Fair, but. I'm definitely keeping it alive in the school system. Love that. Love (laughs) you for that. Thank you for your service. Of course. (laughs) I'm only familiar with you can't always count on me. Uh, Oh, yeah. I can't count on you. Like, oh, my God. And the movie. The movie. Also great. The brain, the brain, the center of the chain, the brain, the brain, <laughs> center of the chain. And that's all I know. But it's funny that you, I forgot that it's called I'm the cute one because I listen to it. I'm a huge fan. Thank My favorite you. episode is Dream Girls. And oh. um, Emily and I, Emily won an Olsen Twins lookalike contest. <laughs> yeah, really, our si- we dragged our sisters and. No, we didn't. They dragged us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you got, I think you and Katie had the idea. And then I saw oh. it too and was like, we have to go to this. And <laughs> it was we, really funny. Um, it was like a these two drag queens. No, it was one drag queen, one comedian. And they were putting on like a night of. Olsen twins but there was a costume contest so we're like oh we're doing that yeah so you guys dressed up like holiday in the sun I mm-hmm. think. yeah we did like the the um below the knee length flowy skirts with the uh, spaghetti strap tank yeah, tops like and sarong. chunky flip-flops apparently and that was better than passport to paris but i loved your passport to paris because <laughs> you had the bandana and we did and Katie flipped her hair like out like Ashley. Mm-hmm. Oh. We it looked really perfect. good. We all looked really good. At least yes. you won because it was really just like between four people or like four <laughs> pairs. So I'm glad yeah. that at least you did win. But we didn't even get to like the finals, I don't think. Oh. I remember being like, Emily, I'm so happy for you. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so I disappointed. Think you did. Well, that was know. only because there were real twins there when I thought I thought uh, oh, yeah. they were going to win. Like they like walked up and then we're like with our sisters who are like six feet tall. Yeah. no. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> anyway, thank you for joining us, Donnie. It was so I was so excited to get you on here because as thank soon you. as we started and I was like, OK, if we're ever going to have like if I can think of like anybody that I could get just out of the blue I was like, obviously Donnie, because I feel like he would do it. I feel like he would be into it. And 
also than our sisters, but our sisters have still refused. Not refused, <laughs> not flat out, but okay. They just haven't been excited. Oh. I don't. I mean, I what don't know. Why, why does? What about daggers don't excite you? <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Whatever. We'll get her for toddlers and tiaras. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, we're so glad that you could come on with us. I'm so happy. This I was so happy fun. to do it. Thank you again. Yeah, it was so nice to meet you. And it was great to meet to you. Know you guys. Yeah. yeah. And still going to harass you on Instagram. Perfect. Please do. I probably will tonight because I'll probably get a little tipsy. Because that's <laughs> okay. my, my favorite thing to do is like have a bottle of wine and then I'll be on Instagram just replying to stories as if like we're best friends. Like anybody, <laughs> literally anybody, like people I haven't spoken to in years, but I, <laughs> I don't care. Do it. <laughs> I will. All right. Well, I'll let you go, Donnie, but thank you so much again. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.